Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, movie set tragedy. Actor Alec Baldwin fatally shoots a cinematographer and injures the director. All the new details and the big question tonight, how could something like this happen? The actor visibly shaken in New Mexico. Was it live ammunition in a prop gun that led to the deadly accident? The reaction from movie professionals. It's your worst nightmare. Vaccines and children. A mini Pfizer dose for kids five and up. The new numbers about how effective it is. Plus advice for adults on which COVID booster combination works best. Abortion showdown. All eyes are on the Supreme Court as it agrees to hear a major challenge to the strict Texas abortion law. Educating our children, the massive investment in pre-kindergarten that's a key part of the president's Build Back Better plan. Why it could have a huge impact for America's kids and their parents. The Great Resignation. Millions of Americans ditch their jobs, but for what? And why millions more are thinking of doing the same? Severe weather. The new threat from flash flooding, the forecast for the first significant rainstorm for the West Coast in months. What up? And on the road, how dads on duty are straightening up a troubled school. We decided the best people who can take care of our kids are who? For us. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening, and thank you so much for joining us. We're going to begin with the latest on the deadly shooting on a movie set at a ranch in Santa Fe. Tonight, actor Alec Baldwin, who fired the shot that killed the cinematographer and injured the director, called it a tragic accident and said his heart is broken. Investigators spent the day on the set trying to piece together what went wrong. A Baldwin spokesman says a prop gun misfired. Police say it has not yet been determined whether a live round had been placed in the gun by mistake. 
Well, tonight, director Joel Souza is recovering, but the film industry is mourning cinematographer Haley Hutchins, who was 42 years old. CBS's Omar Villafranca is going to lead off our coverage from New Mexico. Good evening, Omar. Good evening. Alec Baldwin says he is fully cooperating with this investigation. Meanwhile, here at the ranch, production of the movie has been suspended indefinitely. Alec Baldwin, seen here visibly distraught, says he is heartbroken over the prop gun shooting that took the life of the cinematographer on the set of his new movie, Rust. There are no words to convey my shock and sadness regarding the tragic accident that took the life of Helena Hutchins, he tweeted Friday. I am in touch with her husband, offering my support to him and his family. Tonight, detectives are continuing to investigate exactly what type of projectile was fired from that prop gun while a scene was being filmed for the low-budget Western thriller starring Baldwin. 42-year-old director of photography Hutchins was killed. Joel Souza, the film's director, was wounded. As somebody who really has safety as paramount in everything I do, especially when dealing with prop weapons, uh, it's your worst nightmare. Kevin Williams has supervised prop guns on movie sets for 20 years. Generally on set, you have either the prop master or a set armorer who's going to be maintaining chain of control uh, from when the weapons are in the trucks to when they hit the set to when they go to the actor's hands. There are reports several members of the crew complained about the long hours and low pay, with some walking off the movie shortly before the accident. The deaths from a prop gun on a movie set echoed the one back in 1993 when Brandon Lee was killed while filming The Crow. In that case, the gun should have fired a blank, but instead fired a live round. Meanwhile tonight, Hollywood is mourning the loss of a rising talent. CBS News editor Gustavo Sampaio worked closely with Helena Hutchins on a short film he directed. She was always very kind. She always looked people in the eye, and uh, she was a mother. There are two other movie sets near here, and we just learned that all of them have stopped production. Nora? Omar Villafranca, thank you. Tonight, more than 70 million Americans are eligible for COVID booster shots. The daily number of Americans getting those boosters is now more than double the number getting their first shots. And there's also some important news tonight on Pfizer's mini-dose for young children. Here's CBS's Meg Oliver. Today, Pfizer reported its vaccine for kids 5 to 11 was more than 90% effective in preventing symptomatic COVID in clinical trials. This comes on the first day millions of Americans became eligible for boosters from Moderna and Johnson & Johnson. Pfizer's booster was authorized last month, but the CDC has not taken a stand on whether people should mix and match doses, leaving it up to the individual instead. There may be some people who um, might prefer another vaccine over the one that they received, and the, the current CDC recommendations now make that possible. A small NIH study awaiting peer review looked at which combinations of brands offer the best protection. Coming in first, three doses of Moderna offered the highest level, followed by two shots of Pfizer, then Moderna. Anyone who received J&J's one shot would be more protected if they got either the Pfizer or Moderna shot as a booster. But an FDA review of the NIH study concluded it's not possible at this time to determine preferred boosters. The CDC also urged pregnant women to get a booster shot. Currently, only 34 percent of pregnant women are fully vaccinated. The CDC chief also said today they may need to update the definition of fully vaccinated in the future, which means people may need a booster to be considered fully vaccinated.
Nora. Meg Oliver, thank you. Tonight, the Supreme Court has agreed to fast-track challenges to the strict new abortion law in Texas. The justices will hear arguments on November 1st. But for now, that Texas law remains in effect. CBS's Ed O'Keefe joins us now live from the Supreme Court. So, Ed, talk about the significance of today's action. Yeah, Nora, this is now the second time the Supreme Court has refused to block the controversial law, despite the most recent request by the Biden administration, which considers the law unconstitutional. It remains in effect across Texas and essentially bans abortion procedures after the sixth week of a pregnancy, which critics point out is often before many women realize they're pregnant. It's left millions of Texas women without access to abortion services, a point noted by Justice Sonia Sotomayor today in her partial dissent. She wrote the law should be blocked immediately because, quote, every day the court fails to grant relief is devastating, both for individual women and for our constitutional system as a whole. This decision now means there will be two major abortion rights cases before the justices in the span of a month. The bigger case, set for December, involves a Mississippi law that could lead to overturning Roe versus Wade. Nora? Yeah, many people closely watching the Supreme Court. Ed O'Keefe, thank you. Tonight, tens of millions of people in the West are bracing for another wave of severe storms. Parts of the Bay Area got eight inches of rain in recent days, and up to four more inches are expected Sunday into Tuesday. Wildfire burn areas could see mudslides. Huge waves will pound the coast of the Pacific Northwest, and the Sierra could get up to seven feet of snow. All right, tonight, new signs that congressional Democrats may be nearing agreement on President Biden's Build Back Better plan. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says they are 90 percent of the way there, and she hopes to hold a vote next week. But a key part of the plan is universal pre-kindergarten. Our CBS News poll shows two-thirds of Americans support federal funding for it. But it comes with a big price tag. Democrats originally set aside $450 billion for pre-K and child care subsidies, but supporters claim the payoff would be invaluable. Here's CBS's Nancy Cordes. Four-year-old Dahlia scoots to school in downtown D.C. every day. Joining 75 other kids at a brand new early learning center that's just for three- and four-year-olds. How much do families pay to send their kids here? Absolutely zero. (laughs) We are a public school. Amelia Hunt is the principal at Thaddeus Stevens. Washington, D.C. has one of the most robust Uh pre-K programs in the country. 85 to 90 percent of brain development occurs by the time children are age five. They are taking in so much information. Research shows that kids who get even one year of pre-K are more likely to graduate from high school and go to college. Kids are more likely to enroll in honors courses. One study co-authored by Georgetown's Bill Gormley found that pre-K kids in Tulsa did better years later on math tests. The effects are stronger for disadvantaged children, and the effects are somewhat stronger for students of color. And yet just eight states and D.C. offer universal or near-universal pre-K. Under the president's Build Back Better plan, the federal government would pay the startup costs for every state to offer pre-K-3 and pre-K-4. I think that is absolutely phenomenal. This is not politics for me at all. It is just about doing what is best for kids. It's one of the few proposals that hasn't yet been whittled down as the party seeks a compromise on a larger $2 trillion social spending plan. Even moderate holdouts see pre-K as an economic investment in children and their parents, like Dahlia's mom, Marissa. 
How much do you think you'd be paying if you couldn't send her to pre-K for free? Anywhere between $1,600 to $2,000 a month. Experts estimate that the plan could lead to cheaper and better care for more than 8 million U.S. children. And so there's a lot riding on negotiations that are taking place just one mile away. Nancy Cordes, CBS News, Washington. Today, Wall Street wrapped up three straight weeks of gains. The Dow closed at a record high, well above 35,000. And I'll say traders are encouraged by strong corporate earnings. All right, tonight we're taking a closer look at what's being called the Great Resignation. 4.3 million Americans quit their jobs in August alone. That's actually a record. The biggest reason? Burnout. And rather than complain about the boss, thousands have become one by starting their own companies. Here's CBS's Mark Strassman. Nick Fulmer had pandemic panic, furloughed by his janitorial company 13 months ago when no one else was hiring. If I'm going to have something, I'm going to have to create it. Hi, I'm Nichols with Jetstream Clean. Fulmer gambled with his family's savings to start Jetstream Clean, his carpet cleaning business along the Alabama-Georgia border. Has it paid off? Well, I've doubled my money and my salary. Doubled. Doubled. COVID America has become a nation of quitters, job quitters. Millions of workers, like Fulmer, leaving the job market for good, often to become their own boss. In one survey, nearly one-third of workers who quit started their own business. Ominously for employers, in another survey, 95% of workers said they were thinking about quitting. I'm done with the cubicle. I'm done commuting. I'm done sitting in an office. Professor Tom Smith studies the pandemic's labor market trends at Emory University's business school. What explains why people are willing to take that leap now? Maybe the looking craziness in the eye and coming out on the other end of it has made people reevaluate how much risk is actually involved. Hustling in a crisis, Fulmer found pandemic prosperity. More money, more time with his family, better life balance. I took this dream and ran with it. And with it, I carried my family. With a paycheck he created, Fulmer can take this job. Look at the color difference here. And love it. Mark Strassman, CBS News, Fort Mitchell, Alabama. Glad to see they're doing so well. All right, we saw something remarkable in Afghanistan this week. Nearly two dozen women risked punishment from the Taliban by rallying to support education for all. Since the Taliban takeover, schools are off limits to most older girls, but their desire to learn survives. CBS's Imtiaz Tayeb reports from Afghanistan. These sixth graders in Kabul are among the oldest girls being educated across Afghanistan after the Taliban banned girls 12 and up from going to school. Can you ask your class if they all want to go back to school next year? All of them. For 14-year-old Hoda, who hasn't been to school in two months, the situation she's in is hard for her to comprehend. Your future, it's like you don't know what's going to happen. I had goals, but now I don't know what's going to happen to them. Zabihullah Majahid is the Taliban's chief spokesman. He insists girls over the age of 12 will be allowed back in the classroom. 
When can they go back to school? Is it a matter of weeks, months, years? He says, we are trying to do this, but I can't tell you how long it will take. The Taliban really don't like women at all. Afghan-American Mahbuba Siraj is one of the country's most prominent women's rights activists. What do you want to say to those girls who haven't been able to go to school? I want to say to them, my girls, my dears, my daughters, don't lose hope. Because that is going to destroy you more than you not going to school. And you are going to keep fighting for them. Till the last, the last uh, breath I take. Women and girls in Afghanistan, united and defiant, despite the odds. Infio's time, CBS News, Kabul. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. Tonight, another U.S. airline is struggling to restore full service. SkyWest Airlines canceled more than 1,100 flights in the past two days. The carrier blames it on an internal technical issue. SkyWest is a regional carrier in the West that operates flights for the nation's biggest airlines. In a long-awaited safety report, the rideshare company Lyft reveals it received more than 4,000 reports of sexual assault during rides between 2017 and 2019. Most involved non-consensual touching. The company now has an in-app emergency button to call 911 and says it screens drivers for criminal records and is proud of its commitment to safety. All right, now to a mystery in the night sky that may have been solved. The American Meteor Society says that people in nine states from West Virginia to Illinois reported a fireball streaking across the sky early Wednesday. Well, many thought it was a meteor, but experts say it was likely a recently launched Russian spy satellite burning up as it reentered the atmosphere. All right, On the Road is next. They're there and they care the dads who straightened up a troubled school. When the SOS went up at a troubled school, who answered the call? A bunch of DADs. Here's CBS's Steve Hartman on the road. Not many good news stories begin in such a bad news way. It happened last month here at Southwood High School in Shreveport, Louisiana. Plagued with violence. Over the course of three days, another fight 23 students arrested for fighting. Massive police response. To but strangely, there hasn't been another incident since. Perhaps in part because of this most unusual crisis intervention team. Nobody here has a degree in school counseling. No majors in criminal justice. No. Your qualifications are? Well, Dad, we decided the best people who can take care of our kids are who? For us. So Michael Lafitte started Dads on Duty. We're out doing what we do for our babies. A group of about 40 Southwood dads who now hang out at the school in shifts. Let's go. Today, any negative energy that enters the building has to run a gauntlet of good parenting. What's going on, buddy? You moving fast. I like that horse. I immediately felt a form of safety. We stopped fighting. People started going to class. How could that be? You ever heard of a look? A look? Dads it's have just, the power to do that? 
Yes. <laughs> not many people know it, but yes. <laughs> let's go, let's go. But it's not just the firm stares and stern warnings. Let's make it to class, my son. It's also the dad jokes. <laughs> they just make funny jokes like, oh, hey, your student's untied, but it's really not untied. <laughs> and they hate it. They're so embarrassed by it. <laughs> and it's that perfect mix of tough love and gentle ribbing that dads do so well that has helped transform this school. The school has really just been like, happy and you can feel it which is why the dads plan to keep coming to southwood indefinitely because not everybody has the father figure. the father figure at home or a male period in their life like so that. just to be here makes a big difference do you think you stumbled onto something here absolutely I think absolutely absolutely yeah. They'd like to start chapters of Dads on Duty throughout Louisiana. What's up, baby boy? And hope to eventually take on the country. All right. Without a fight. <laughs> Steve Hartman, on the road, in Shreveport, Louisiana. How much do we love those dads? Sunday on Face the Nation, Margaret Brennan's guests include Democratic Congressman Benny Thompson, Dr. Scott Gottlieb, and former U.S. envoy to Afghanistan, Zalmay Khalilzad. And if you can't watch the evening news, set your DVR so you can watch us later. And that is tonight's edition of the CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell in our nation's capital. We hope you have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.